Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Tech Witch, Episode 102, Glitches. Written by Trey Livingston. Story by Damian Taylor and Trey Livingston. There are gray, almost black clouds in every direction for as far as the eye can see. Is it a storm? Ash? Smoke? It's too difficult to tell. All that's clear is that this is no act of nature. Flashes illuminate the clouds, alternating between bolts of blazing green mana and blasts of neon magenta energy. The bursts of light are soon accompanied by percussive explosions. Boom. 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 In the distance through the clouds, an epic clash of power becomes more clear. The voice. This is nothing new. Despite the clouds, the battlefield is a desert. The site of an epic war between tech and witch. The Alpha War. The one where it all began. Tech versus witch. The voice. Soldiers fight, driven by what they believe, fueled by what they fear. Impacts decimate both sides. Tech fall, witch splinter and burn. Brave soldiers are cut down, some after putting up a considerable fight, others while pleading for mercy. Yet, they all fall. A desperate tech fighter with a frantic, panicked demeanor fires energy from its hand as it cradles and protects the body of a wounded tech comrade oozing lava-like blood, black with streams of glowing magenta from a gash in its stomach. The voice. They fight for what they believe. They fight for what they want. Witch soldiers, thin trees that appear to be interconnected branches, bend and contort in the wind as they march across the battlefield, pushing the tech back from the hollowed hull, the tree-forged encasing that protects the book. Distant tech blasts rain down on the hull. The trees move slowly yet unceasingly to repair the gashes. In the distance, two tech soldiers with the hull in their sights merge to form a cannon base. A third tech soldier appears seemingly out of nowhere to merge with the first two tech soldiers, forming the cannon barrel, all three seamlessly linked together as one. The cannon fires a colossal blast into the hull, one that creates an immense shockwave that topples several witch guardians. The voice. They fight to win. At any cost. The tech who made up the cannon each fall to the ground one by one, lifeless, stiff, burnt-out husks with their life forces completely drained. 
Meanwhile, the smoke dissipates around the hollowed hole to reveal a giant gaping hole bordered by walls peeling back like the skin of a rotting fruit. Slowly, tech fighters approach the breached hull as Witch lay in disarray. The lead tech steps into the hole to find. The book is gone. On the other side of the battlefield, a young witchling runs as fast as it can, away from the green and magenta explosions lingering in the distance behind them, its arms desperately wrapped around the book. The witchling braves a single look back, only to stumble on the much rougher, jagged terrain of the territory called the Outskirts. It falls to its knees, only to look up and see the hand of a young tech, known as a base tech, reaching down. The portion of the hand where the base tech's palm should be is expanded with an orb of magenta energy, an orb that appears to be growing. For a blast? But wait, the orb is fading, like the final moments of a depleted light bulb. The base tech hand seals up, becoming much less threatening as it's offered to the witchling. The voice, and while the broad strokes of war paint the same picture for those who hear the stories, for the ones who live it, it's nothing but one unexpected moment after the next. The witchling takes the base tech's hand. Together, they run away from the war behind them. Errant streams of green witch mana and magenta tech energy fire off in their direction, swirling together to form a massive burst of bright white light that brings us back to the whites of Lowell's groggy eyes as the chaotic scene at the arcade comes back into focus, full of fleeing patrons and vaporized chunks of the arcade games courtesy of the two robot soldiers standing over Lowell, their laser guns emitting an ever-growing electrical hum, a sound that means only one thing. They're charging up. Lowell rubs his temples to pull himself together. The robot soldiers level their guns at him. Robot soldier number one. Prepare. Tug. Dude! Tug yells at Lowell from behind an overturned table while Chad is pulling at his sleeve in a desperate attempt to move him towards the exit. Tug. Get out of there! Then suddenly a sound like a miniaturized lightning bolt. The robots fire and instantly vaporize Tug and Chad, leaving nothing more than ashes that gently float to the ground. That's enough to snap Lowell out of his grogginess. He just barely scrambles to hide behind a column before the robot soldiers turn their attention back in his direction, leaving them to now scan the area for their prey. While Lowell is trying to figure out how to escape the robot soldiers at the arcade, Kylie and Brigitte are in the ceremony room at the Hall of Witches. Kylie helps Brigitte sit up, Brigitte's strength depleted after her massive and unexpected magical outburst. Kylie, stay here. I'll go get uh, uh, someone. Brigitte, no, don't. We have to find Lowell. I, I need to find Lowell. Kylie, maybe we should find my dad. He could do a quick healing spell. Having witnessed the entire episode, John William, Kylie's dad, is listening from the rafters above. He sulks back into the cover of the shadows, then whispers, Forces of the Abyss, deliver me to the Sanctum. He discreetly fades into a cloud of fine mist that quickly dissipates into nothingness. Down below, Brigitte paces around the hall, cell phone in hand. She stumbles. Kylie helps her up and braces her so she stays up. Brigitte, we have to get a hold of Lowell. Ugh, the signal in here sucks. Kylie, what do you expect from a thousand-year-old ceremonial hall? Brigitte pauses to look at her cell phone. The screen frizzles with static. She pulls up Lowell's contact info, FaceTimes him. He answers immediately, but it comes in with unusual static interference. Only a few choice words come through. Lowell, 
can't talk now, trying not to die. As the magenta laser blasts fly overhead, Lowell, bots, trying to kill me. The call drops, disconnecting them. Brigitte and Kylie exchange bewildered glances, simply translated as WTF. They book it, both recognizing a glimpse of what looked like the arcade in the background. Meanwhile, back at the arcade, Lowell is looking for a way out. He glances at the gigantic mirror wall behind the game counter and notices an arcade employee cowering underneath it. Lowell whisper shouts to himself, Damn it. The robot soldiers are walking right toward the counter, their guns charging up. The employee is cowering and weeping. The robots know someone's there and they level their guns on the counter. Lowell looks one way. It's the exit. He looks the other way. It's a fire extinguisher. He grabs the extinguisher from the wall, swings it like he's throwing a shot put and lets it soar. The robots instantly turn their attention to the extinguisher. One blasts it to pieces. A cloud of dense white spray hovers over the counter. Lowell sees the employee look up, not sure what happened. Lowell, move your ass! The foolish employee takes off. Lowell turns to make his own escape when the second robot fires a shot right into his back, one that throws him outside, where he lands right at Brigitte and Kylie's feet. Helps arrive. Lowell rolls over onto his back, gasping for air. He cries out in terrible pain, but when he sees that he doesn't have a hole in his chest, he manages a quick smile between cringes. Lowell, hey, you shouldn't be here. Brigitte, wouldn't want you to miss the show. Lowell, Huh? The robots approach. Brigitte takes on a determined battle stance, her focus directed squarely at the bots. A well-timed gust of air moves her hair as though she's about to... Kylie. Uh, do something! Maybe before they shoot us? But nothing happens. Brigitte. I... 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 Kylie, use your powers! Brigitte. I'm trying! Lowell watches this from the ground, growing more confused. The robot soldiers aim at Brigitte and Kylie. Lowell leaps in front of his sister, hand raised like he's going to stop the blast. A foolish endeavor, but then a sudden, all-encompassing blast of magenta energy engulfs everything, shattering windows, pushing back cars in the streets, and gutting the arcade in a visceral explosion of power that culminates in a blinding flash, fading away to reveal Lowell, Brigitte, and Kylie's motionless bodies laying on the ground, limp bodies, Lifeless bodies? Then, a foot twitches. A leg bends. Someone coughs. Slowly, very slowly, they sit up and begin dusting off their clothes as they collect themselves. All confused and amazed at whatever the hell just happened. Kylie. I... I thought they killed us. Brigitte. Me too. Wait. Are we dead? Did we die? How do we know? Lowell reaches over. Pinches a shoulder, the way only a playfully annoying brother would. Brigitte. Ow! Lowell. There. Still alive. Brigitte shakily smiles it off, thinking they shared a moment. But Lowell's cold seriousness shows it was anything but. They look into the arcade. The walls burn down to the metal studs. Sparking wires dangle from the ceiling. Everything in between reduced to ash, including the robots of which only one metallic boot remains which, as if on cue, falls with a distinct metallic ding, punctuating the insanely weird events of the afternoon. Kylie. So, what just happened? 
Lowell's eyes are locked on the spot where the robot stood, partly in disbelief, partly confirming they're truly gone. Lowell, I have no idea. Brigitte looks down at her hands. Brigitte, I'm... I'm not sure what I did. Kylie, well, thanks for whatever you did or didn't do. They stand. Brigitte turns to Lowell so that he faces her. Brigitte, we need to get out of here. There's something I have to tell you. Lowell, about magic or some crap? I, I don't want to hear it. But Lowell, Brigitte insists. Lowell, no, that's your world. And this? He waves his hand to indicate the massive amount of absolutely senseless destruction. Lowell, this is all you. I want nothing to do with it. Magic is nothing but trouble and bullsh- Lowell, please, Kylie calmly implores. Two words like a verbal dagger that cuts right through Lowell, leading him to rein in his anger. Kylie, it's important. We wouldn't bother you otherwise. Lowell, still skeptical, takes a deep breath centers himself, looks apologetically towards Brigitte. Lowell, all right, let's get out of here. Her slight smile is all she needs to say, thank you. Brigitte and Kylie lead the way. Lowell looks back at what's left of the arcade, the dust, the debris. He follows behind the other two, not noticing the magenta tech energy that sparks off of his fingertips, almost as if it's left over from the blast that shook them all to their core to be continued. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.